Hey everyone, we hope you're having a great week. My name is Eric Johnson, and along with my wife Candace, we are the lead pastors of Studio. We are based in Greenville, South Carolina, and we just want to take a moment and say hello and say thanks for listening to this podcast. So with that, let's get right to it. Tonight is really exciting for us because we wanted to take time just to talk about our heart and share kind of our vision. We've come to Greenville. We're here. We've been here for a year. We've been doing church on a Sunday evening for eight months, eight months. And we are a beautiful, growing community of people, and we are loving every moment of it. And we've taken time to share different parts of our vision. We do our foundations course, and we shared a lot more in the beginning. But so many people have moved at different times. We thought it'd be really good right now to just talk about where we are going because we are very excited for what God has for us. And there's a lot of stuff he's put in our hearts. And I thought Banning's word was really timely as well. He talked about how do you carry the word of God. And um, we wanted to share this with you so that we can begin to pray, to prepare for what God's given us thus far um, because It feels like after banning came, it feels like we went to like another level of building or like another chapter in the book. It changed like, oh, you had the first phase of building, but now we're ready for phase two. So it feels really exciting to be sharing this. Yeah, the last few weeks have felt like an accidental orchestration of something. We knew banning was coming and my dad was coming to just visit, but then we had him, if you were here last week, we interviewed him. And then in kind of in all of that, we wanted to take today to just kind of talk about our future. And we realized so many of us have come together from all over the place. And there's some brand new people, whether you're from the area or you've moved. And so we just felt like today we're going to just kind of share a heart for where we're going. Because I know many of you are like, okay, so where are we going? What's our plan? What's, what's God putting on our heart? And so today it's kind of, we kind of want to open the, the garage doors, so to speak, on the side here and just say, we're going to start moving in this direction and start painting a picture of where we see Studio heading. And so we're gonna talk about our future today. You know, one of the things with Studio specifically, is there's a a sentence that we've been working with. We wanna, what did it look like to rethink faith in cities? What did it look like to rethink faith in cities? One of our, um, right after last fall, we had a couple Studio nights where we took one night and we gathered, many of you were there, and there was a gal that was visiting. She actually, would, uh, she actually attended another church, but she was coming to hang out on these studio nights. And she said something. She sent us a voice note um, at the end of, I think, the second or third one. And she sent this voice note and would say, thanks so much for everything you guys are doing. It was really kind. But then she said, I, this is what I noticed about studio, is that when I come to studio for studio night, which is once a month, we did three of them, she said, during the night, I was so excited to get outside of the church and get into the city and like be engaged with what's happening in a city and in culture. And then she described her church. She said, our church had more of an emphasis of getting everybody into a building. But what you guys are about, if not just that, but also let's get out into the city. And so this whole idea of rethinking faith in cities, it's actually something that's really important to us. And so some of what we're going to share today is, is some of the byproduct of that thought. What does that look like for our faith, our Christian faith, and as our culture and societies and cities are constantly evolving? If you've noticed in the last couple of years, so much has changed in the landscape of life. And that's something that will continue. I don't think it's going to slow down. It's actually going to keep going and perpetuate. 
So one of the great privileges we have is how do we look at our faith and rethink how do they interface and interact with city? What worked 5, 10, 15 years ago no longer works anymore. And so what we're trying to do is capture what did that look like moving forward? And so that's what we're going to unpack today. And as we moved into Greenfield, we knew Greenville, the first thing that we wanted to do was begin to build the church. We know that's not the in space, it's not the all, every encompassing everything, but we really want to build a strong body of believers, a strong family, because we're not just building community so we can do community and do community. You know, so we could just be around each other and look more inside and just get around each other. I'm like, that's they're beautiful, but that really is a launching place. I believe that it's community and family that launches us into our destiny. And so we're building, we're building this as kind of a foundation because I believe beautiful things come out of these deep relationships and that we can champion one another and build things together as well. And so as we're building studio, there's three words that really um, are describing the culture that we're building. And it's, we're alive in God. We truly believe that, we're gonna unpack this here, and that we are devoted people, and that we are curious disciples. People always like that word, curious, and it'd be fun just to unpack that for a moment. The first one, we are alive in God. The scripture that we, one of the scriptures that we use for that is, is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away, behold, new things have come. And we fully believe that when you give your life to Jesus, you become alive in every area of life. And it's not just a one moment. As you continue to live your life, you're actually stepping into the future, into the thing that God has set up for you. And a statement we have around here, we were all born for a future we, didn't know, we don't even know exists yet. So this whole idea of being alive in God is something that really shapes our culture. And then secondly, we are a devoted people. We live wholeheartedly to the Lord, but also to each other. And I'm excited about building relationships and sacrificing for each other. There's something that happens about love when you give it away. And, and there's something as well about devotion. When you are devoted and committed to something, that's when you can actually build on something. Like, show me a healthy family that doesn't have devoted parents. It's just not possible. And so as believers and people of faith, we're not just, oh, you know, we follow Christ, but like we give our whole heart and our whole lives to follow the Lord. And he's the one that we're following. We love John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. That's what we're doing at studio. We're, we are tuning our ear, tuning our hearts and our spirit and going, God, where are you? What are you saying? Because that's where we're going. We're not just building an institution so we can have a social club. We're going, okay, we are followers of Jesus. And no matter where culture is going or even the large church, like we're going, Jesus, you're the one that we're following. And we're going to do it together. As well as Acts 2, the early church is super inspiring. And we look at what the early church did and going, okay, God, that's what we want to build. Acts 2, 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled in awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with gladness and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. That's the church, you guys. That's us. And you want to know who the church is? Just 
Point your, put your finger on your chest. We are the church. The people next to you are the church. And this is what we aim to build. Even studio homes is just a, is a measure of that because we have to figure out in this day and age with us spread all over Greenville, some of us running to soccer practice and dance classes. I mean, there's so many things going on. But what does it look like to prioritize our faith and devotion to God, but also to each other? And what could God do with the people that are in unity and are um, pointed towards him, but also willing to sacrifice for each other? So I dream of building with a group of people and a family like that. The last but not least, it's curious. We are curious disciples. And the reason why you put that word in there, because we, we serve a God, we follow a God that has no beginning and has no end. And one of the things that I've seen in, in my own life, but just with people that I've met and seen over the years is, it's amazing how quickly people become bored with following Jesus when he has no beginning and no end. And it makes no sense to me. And so I don't think God's the problem. I think we're the problem. And I think that's why when we were forming studio in our heart, we really wanted to put a word in there that would help to drive us forward, that would always pique our interest, that we'd always be interested in who God is. And, and when we stumble upon a new dimension of who God is, that we'd recognize, oh, that's an introduction to a whole nother dimension of who God is. So the verse that we kind of picked for this particular word is Ecclesiastes 3.11. I don't know how many churches used a verse in Ecclesiastes to help shape the culture, but we did, and I'm so proud of that. And if, if you're not aware of Ecclesiastes, it's, it's not the most talked about book in the Bible because it's, it's written by a man that was in a different season of his life. And I'm just proud that we put that verse in, this, in, this, um, in our vernacular. So let's read this verse together. He had made everything beautiful in its time. He also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God had done from beginning to end. And we talked about this in some of the first few months of studio about God has placed this, this reality of something outside of our ability to actually comprehend. Like something deep in our soul longs for something that we actually, it's almost impossible to fully comprehend, but yet it's the very thing inside of us that causes us to be curious about the wonder of who God is, the beauty of who God is, and his intention in creating you and me and everything in existence. So this word curious, if you're to ask me what my favorite one is, it's for sure curious. <laughs> I love Alive, I love Devoted, I'm all about it, but if I had to pick one and get it tattooed on my chest, it would for sure, maybe I'm just saving the space for something valuable, so. You will never see it, by the way. But we wanna remain, <laughs> we wanna remain curious, because God is endless. He has no beginning and has no end. And to me, that is just one of the greatest invitations to step into the mystery and the wonder of who God is. And so those three words help to shape and define our culture as we move forward. You know, from the moment that we stepped into Greenville, it was compelling. It's provoking to walk around our streets. I mean, even you can see the level of intentionality and leadership that um, just walking on the streets and seeing the quotes that are on the ground and see, I'm reading the stories that are posted about um, 
past mayors, people who invested into the city, the garden club that helped take care of the falls. I mean, it's really beautiful. I appreciate all the spaces that are created around the city for gathering. Um, it's inspiring. And we love, we're so passionate about our faith and about God, we're passionate about people. And he's in, from the moment we came here, we were just observing and learning and we're asking ourselves, God, what's our role? If we're gonna build a church here in Greenville, what's our role? What's the role of the church in this beautiful city? Because we don't think it's just to actually meet inside of a building. We like that and we will do that, but we're gonna meet in a lot of places and we're gonna be investing and giving out into the city. So that is something we're continuing to explore. So we want to tell you a little bit about our vision, what we do, and why. And many of you have heard this bit, studio is a place where God and people meet. That's really the end of the day. Everything we do, we want to be a space where God and people meet. So our vision is to create a place where beautiful things happen and beautiful things are created. What we do, we create spaces where faith, community, ideas, and people come together to create a beautiful future. Why is to see people in cities be fully alive in every area of life. And so those are some, just some smaller nuggets of ideas of our vision, what we do and why, what we wanna see happen. And to see spaces and places, when you put all these ingredients, what's going to come out of it? We can see amazing, beautiful people come out of that, ideas, stuff that actually helps to add value and to serve a city in a different way. And so that's something that we're dreaming about. Yeah, and a little of our story of how we ended up here. When we were in Reading and we began to just feel that nudge, like, I think there's a season change coming. There was some um, things that took place that really were guiding points for us. As we knew transition was coming, we reached out to a couple of friends to just ask them to pray for us. Didn't tell them anything. Nobody knew anything. And uh, there was one word that began with, um, he, he took so long in giving us this word because he was afraid I think kind of nervous about what he was telling us because we were pastoring Bethel Church and weren't planning to go anywhere as far as anyone knew. And he began the word that said, Mary conceived the word of God in one, Mary conceived the Lord in one place and gave, had to go to another geographical location to give birth. And he said, I feel like you have, um, but the word of God's been birthed or conceived in one location and he's gonna actually take you to another place to give birth. We were like, oh my gosh, maybe we are moving then because we really were feeling that. And it's been, it's the ideas and the vision that we're running with really were conceived in, the, in one city. And we knew we had to give birth to this vision in another city. And that's really what brought us to Greenville. And you want to know, like, why Greenville? Like I said earlier, you walk the streets and we can feel the vision. You can feel the potential. You know, we took a trip last January, and uh, when we were thinking, not last January, whoo, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been two Januaries ago, where we knew it was time to transition, and Eric had always felt drawn to the Carolinas, so we um, took a driving trip around the Carolinas, but Greenville was the city that really attracted our hearts, and we felt um, like there could be a future for us here. And so we traveled around the Carolinas, we visited Greenville, and it was the leadership the vision, the momentum of the city that resonated with us. We knew the vision in our hearts would be able to come, uh, we knew the vision in our hearts would be able to come alongside the existing vision of the city. Our goal is to serve the city, to serve the vision of the city of Greenville and to add our flavor to the conversation. So we love sharing this with you because it's a little bit bigger than where we're at right now, but there's phases to building 
And we are so thankful to go through every one of those. We were not wanting to do things out of time, but really just stay in step with what, where God is leading. But we wanted to share with you where we're going because we believe that you're going to help carry this and pray us into this and help us to prepare. And one of the things when we came here, we wanted to really ease into the city and not just make a massive big splash. I wanted to get to know the city, and we're still in that. I don't think we'll ever stop learning the city. And I remember for the first, first four or five months, we visited different churches every weekend just to meet different pastors and leaders. And then we meet different business leaders. And just Candace and I, because we're empty nested, we have a lot more time on our hands, which if you aren't there yet, it's pretty amazing. I just want, so I understand there's lots of parents in here right now. Just know it's coming. But anyways, enjoy your kid now. Because then you're like, man, I want my kid back in the house. So it's an interesting mixed bag. But my point in saying that is because of all the time in our hand, we were constantly out in the city just about every day to feel the fabric of this city. And so a year later, of over a year of being here, we want to talk about some opportunities that we feel like are waiting for us as a, as a community. And due to the incredible growth of Greenville in the last 10 years, it is creating some dynamics and unique opportunities in the socioeconomic, faith, entrepreneur, and community advocacy spaces. We believe we as the spiritual community have an opportunity to create and live a seamless life. And we're gonna unpack that word seamless, but we feel like there's actually, the, the frequency of the city is mixed-use spaces. And we actually feel like we have something to add to that conversation. And so that's, that's something that we're dreaming about. Super exciting. So we just want to give a quick update on the church, because that's where we started. That was phase one, building the church. And this year, we opened our doors for weekly gatherings, January 23rd, 2022, week after the big snowstorm, which was amazing. Snowmageddon. <laughs> Oh it was good. We currently have around a thousand people who call Studio Church their home church with the average attendance of about 600 between our two gatherings. We have over 300 kids under the age of 10. I feel like that's growing weekly. We are launching with 30 studio homes just today, continuing to grow in our relationship with God and each other. This is where we're starting with Studio. And one of the things that's moved us, I think all of us to some degree, is studio, this community, we're deeply motivated by our faith. We're motivated by building community. We're incredibly passionate about creativity, entrepreneurship, and seeing people come to know why they exist. But here's the thing. The South is changing really fast. Now, we're new here. But the South is actually changing really fast. There's actually an interesting article. The link is on the bottom of this slide. But let me read this to you. According to Pew Research Center, 82% of adults in the U.S. South identified as Christian in 2009. In the most recent study, which in February of last year, 70%, that number dropped from 82% to 70% of Southerners said the same. Coincidentally, the current percentage of the Christians in the South today is similar to the percentage of Christians in the Northeast, 74%, and in the West Coast, 69% a decade ago. So where the South is today, statistically, when you talk about Christians, it's actually where California, Oregon, Washington, and the Northeast were about 10 years ago. If this trend continues, that same percentage will be what the West Coast and the Northeast is presently. Now, obviously, we're praying for a move of God to touch the hearts of people, but this is what the trends are moving towards. So the dynamics of the South are drastically changing, 
they actually say statistically it's becoming more post-Christian than Christian. So we have a very unique dynamic taking place in our midst. Some of you have lived your whole lives, you're like, what is happening? This is what's happening. And some of us have moved here hoping to get away from the craziness. And now you're like, what is happening? But and all of that is to say that it's a moment of opportunity for us. It really is. That's why we get really excited about stuff like this. And so with all of this, it's actually leading us to a vision of having a mixed space. And so this is what we want to introduce to you, what we are envisioning. Now, we, we don't have a name yet. you notice. We have studio, but we're actually dreaming of a property, a building, or series of building. And it's blank station at the moment. Now, the word station is interchangeable, and the blank space is obviously very interchangeable. There are some names we're thinking about we really like, but we really want to make sure it makes sense as we move forward in relationship with different city leaders and government, as well as business community. But the idea is to create a mixed space where studio actually isn't the name of the whole space. Studio exists within this space. And there's a broader name that actually covers this broader idea of a broader campus, a property, uh, a building, or series of building, etc. And so we wanted to tell you a little bit about what we envision on this space. So this is our future. Studio will be the anchor to a larger idea of an environment that involves faith, creativity, entrepreneurship, community advocacy. Our goal is to create a space where you can't tell where creativity begins or ends, community advocacy begins or ends, where faith begins or ends. We call this seamless, where we flow from space, from one space into the next. This place is called something station. <laughs> it is here where maybe, we will Maybe create. we'll have a contest or something. Yeah, you guys can help us make this name up. No. Um, it is here where, where we will create a hub of activity that aims to serve the vision of the city and be a place for, of life for everyone who steps foot on the premises. It's super fun. These are things that Eric and I, we hold in our hearts and we're dreaming of. And we're sharing this with you just so you can begin to even pray into and ask God for because there's... Uh, this really would take a really unique space to build this, and this would morph depending on the space that God provides for us. But this is what is inside of our hearts, and um, we really dream of being part of the solution in Greenville. It's changing so much and so rapidly. I, we think that there is such an awesome opportunity, and we think it's interesting who God has chosen or what, who have said yes to coming with us and who's making up part of our studio church. I believe that God has placed so many resources in our family. And so we are excited to, to see what God provides for us. Really, our heart is adding value by serving our city and community. Here's a list of things that we dream of. And really, these things all could be on the list or not on the list, depending on where we, God ends up giving us the property. Because if properties had space for a park, we would have a park. We want people to come and we want to provide green space and parks and places for kids to play and families to gather. We would love to build a community center and be able to provide stuff for the kids in the community and for families. Um, because of where we dream of being, we would want to be a resource in that area. Um, as well, it would be an anchor spot for our church. That's where stuff would happen. That's where, thank God, when we have a youth group, we're going to be having a youth group there as well. And um, entrepreneur incubators are in our hearts. 
event spaces as Greenville's growing. We would love to be able to serve our city. And even I dream of having a commercial kitchen that we could use as well. Co-working spaces, mentoring, discipleship, small businesses, gym, cafe. If you're gonna have people for any extended period of time, you need to have food and coffee. We would love all of it. These are the big dreams, guys. Offices and so much more. But we love sharing this with you because we want you to pray. We want you to pray and help us pray this into being because God has provided for us every part along the way. This has not been hard work to get where we're at. And we are just thanking God for what he's already provided. And we are knocking on doors currently, just so you know. <laughs> One of the key words is seamless. The whole, that whole word comes from our observation of the life of Jesus. Jesus was seamless. When you look at how he interacted with humanity, he interacted with the most elite of society to the most impoverished in society. He interacted with everyone on the farthest left you could get in that era, all the way to the farthest right you could get in that era. And Jesus would, raising the dead one day, feeding 5,000 one day, and talking to the smartest people on the planet the next moment. So you see Jesus in this seamless space, and it was, he just flowed from one space to the next in his life. And so part of this idea of this place is that you can't tell where one thing begins or ends. And what we're doing right now, we're actually building a community of people that operate and think and feel that way instead of compartmentalizing our lives into different categories of this is spiritual, this isn't spiritual. What if we are just humans that follow Jesus and we're able to touch all of humanity with what we do in our life? And so this idea of seamless is coming from that. And so what we're dreaming about, I'm preaching now, I, I'm trying not to. But I'm very passionate about this concept. And so what would it be like if we were able to create an actual facility where you're interfacing, interacting with different parts in different spaces that touch every part of a person? And so growth-wise, let's talk about the growth. We currently are looking for property and building that are in proximity to the west side of Greenville. Our heart is to be where there's an intersection of diverse socioeconomic, ethnicity, and cultural background. This, we really want to be in the right spot that actually is in proximity to the west, west side as well as the different um, things we just mentioned. The opportunity is to help determine how the area is developed and who it impacts. Now, if you've been here for any length of time, there's massive de development everywhere. How many have noticed that? It's just everywhere. And some of it's like, what's happening? What, what, why weren't they thinking about X, Y, and Z? And, and so we wanna get into a spot where we can actually help to bring leadership and direction and input into how an area is developed or actually elevate everyone that's existing in that space. And that's really what we're dreaming about. So we wanna be in this intersection to elevate and create opportunity for a wide range of socioeconomic groups. We wanna help carry that out with blank station. We feel there's a sense of urgency on the timing and the ad development is happening very, very rapidly all over the city. This is a lot of stuff, huh? Are you guys okay? Is this exciting? This is the stuff that we dream about and stay awake at nighttime going, oh, I wonder how the Lord's going to do this. But that's how this whole thing has been. It's just led from one thing to the next, and God's providing everything that we've needed along the way. Thank you, Lord. He's been so good, so good. We wanted to leave you guys as we're wrapping up today with just some action. So even what we shared with you, what do we do now? We want to invite you in 
to join us first and foremost in prayer. And here's three things that are just super simple and would be phenomenal for us to pray into. And first is praying for favor with the city, properties, and investors. We have a long road ahead of us, and, um, and we really would love the favor of God. And, and, you know, we've met with some different property owners, and I'm just like, Lord, give us favor. Wake them up in the nighttime that they would want to sell us their property. They would want studio to be there. So I'm talking to God a lot. I would love for you guys to join me. <laughs> secondly, praying for wisdom, strategy, collaboration, and partnerships for this station area that we want to build because it's bigger than who we are now. It's bigger than just studio. We're going to um, really need partnerships and collaborations. So just praying that God would line those up and bring the right people. And I know he already has, but just praying that that would just continue and those relationships would take place. And then thirdly, for financial provision to purchase the property and or properties, we don't know, and to begin to build out all the things that are in our heart. We want to steward well what God's put in our heart. And so we just ask that you guys would join us and pray with us for this. Yeah, our main goal today was to just kind of take this big seed that's been sitting in our hearts and to put it in yours and to see what the Lord puts in your heart. Because we're just knocking on doors. We're in a lot of preliminary stages in this entire process. And some pretty fun things are happening that have been developing. But today's primary goal is to get this in front of you and to clearly articulate what we're moving towards. There's lots of unknown, there's lots of things that may morph and change, but we wanted to get this in front of you. But I also recognize some of you actually want to financially contribute. We're going to talk about the financial aspect of this more in the future. We're not prepared today to say X amount and we need this. We're not even in that moment. We're just doing a lot of preliminary stuff. But because you guys are part of this community, we wanted to be you guys to be the first to hear what's going on in our heart. But we also recognize some of you are like, well, I want to give to it now. And if you're that person or that family, you can do that. If you go to the push pay, the drop down menu, it's future building. Anything that is given to that will be only allocated to this project. But again, we'll talk more specific down the road when we have better information on that. But if you want a financial gift to that, you can totally do that today. And if you could stand your feet, we're gonna close in prayer. And our, our heart is that you heard our hearts, for one. And secondly, it's it bringing some clarity to not just the studio at the church, but what we're dreaming about when it comes to an area, when it comes to a city. And, and how many today, um, something's resonating in you this, this, this afternoon just in regards to this whole idea. And that's our prayer. We want to just take a moment and pray right now. So, Father, we thank you for studio. We thank you for what's happened in literally just a matter of a year. And we know that you're on this. We know that you're involved in it. And this has gone farther than what we could have ever dreamed of, especially at this point. And I just pray for each person in this room that when it comes to the future of studio, that they would find themselves a part of it, as a part of helping to write the story, to help to write where we're going and what you're actually putting in our hearts. And I pray that you wake us up in the night and give us dreams during the day around this idea of what it, would, what it would be like to see faith in today's context touch a city. What did that look like? And we pray for just divine appointments and we'd be awakened and we'd be stirred up and we find ourselves with deep passion for this like never before. And then I just pray for favor with the city, pray for favor with individuals, and we pray for favor with properties that make sense for this vision, for this dream. 
And so we just thank you for everything that you've done up until this point. And we know that we're getting ready to step into the next phase of studio at the community. And I just pray there'll be a blessing on this. And we're asking you to guide us and lead us in this. We don't want to do this without you. And so we're asking that you continue to guide us and lead us in this. And everybody said? Amen. Thanks for listening, and we hope this talk benefits you in every way possible. For more information about Studio, you can go to studiogreenville.com or go to Instagram and look for studio.greenville. We would also love it if you would leave a review and hit those five stars. Other than that, have a great week, and we'll see you soon.